And I've lost Leanne already. She's busy, uh, immersed in pictures, black and white and colour. Some fantastic shots taken by Martin Spavin. Martin, <laughs> thanks so much for coming in good today. Afternoon. Yes, good thanks pleasure. For me. Well, pleasure to have you here. And you have brought an awesome. amazing selection of your work so over exciting. the years. Uh, but remind me, where did you grow up, Matthew? Martin? In Addlestone. In Addlestone. So you've I been a local boy. Which boy. school did you go to? St Paul's, as it was then, oh, which is did now you? Uh, Jubilee High. No, was it now? Yes. It's called. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jubilee High. Jubilee High. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you've been local all your life. Well, local all my life. And did you always know that you wanted to make photography your career? It was either that or following my parents' footsteps, and they were publicans. They had a, the Holly Tree. Oh, did oh, they? Wow. Holly Tree Pub. The Holly Tree Pub. And uh, we moved in when I was six, and when I got to 26, my mum said, I think it's about time you moved out. <laughs> There's a clue there somewhere, Martin. <laughs> but I used to photograph the customers. Um, so that's how it started for you? That's how it really started. I had an, a dark room, which was over the cellar. And I used to spend hours in, in the deving films. And we used to have a white carpet in the bathroom, which was yellow by the time the, the, the dev and the hypo got yeah. over it. Back in the day. Back in the day. In the real developing oh, time. Yes. Fantastic. And w- when you were a kid, who were the, the, the photographers as a youngster that you looked up to? I suppose Bailey, Donovan. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, they were, they were the... By the way, Martin, this means nothing to No, Terence <laughs> Donovan. Yes. Isn't okay. it? Yeah, Daisy Donovan's his daughter. Yeah, yeah. And Terence right. Donovan, I think, photographed corrected. my sister. They, well, we'll check that point I out. She can email in she and, can email and tell in us, can't she, from Bermuda. Tell me if I got that right. <laughs> so that's really interesting. Um, so you've always wanted to follow this passion for photography. Um, started off as a hobby. When was it becoming serious for you? Well, uh, in 74, the careers or the school said to me, you haven't been to see the careers officer. So I said, well, I don't think you can get me a job in Fleet Street. And they said, well, we, we've got a couple here. You can go and... You know, have a look at so I went to these two opportunities one was in Holborn and it was very noisy and clattery and I didn't like it and another one was a, a very posh studio in Marlebone and um, all velvety and yeah. dark and thing. And the lady said we don't allow smoking we don't allow rubbish we don't allow this and I thought I don't want to work there either so <laughs> I left school on a Friday one of the customers in the pub worked for a denim shop in Guildford and he said well come and work for me while you're trying to find something so I went to work in, in the jean machine in Market Street in Guildford and he said to me after a couple of weeks, they're recruiting now, so you better find yourself a job. And I bought the, I think it was the Evening Standard, and there was, there was advertisements there for a, uh, a runner and yeah. a trainee photographer. And, and where was this spot? That was in Fleet Street, just off of Fleet Street and Newbridge Street. And, and what the was the company? Universal Pictorial Press. They're last no longer around. Wow. Um, they've been bought up. But that's where I started. And, that's, and what, <clears> what was the first role that you took was... A runner. A runner. I was going around Fleet Street delivering pictures that the other photographers would take. There were six photographers, I think. Um, everything would be printed up, and in the morning we'd go out with our case and take them around to the Daily Mirror. The, the and then what, did you express. have to sell them then? No, no, no. Or, so, how they, would it be? Just present them to the picture editors at the desk, and then they would go through what they wanted to, to use or not use, and it would go into their library, um, and, and all the provincial newspapers and magazines as well. And that, that was the, the, daily, the daily job. Wow. Going around and doing that. And then... You know, moved into doing film, process, processing the film and printing. I mean, the cold job in the winter was the drying. You know, the, the prints would come through into baths of water and eventually be all cleaned off and then you put them on a big warm drum and then you've got your hands warm. Got you. <laughs> <laughs> and what was, the, um, what was the first camera that you ever owned? A Zenith, Zenit E. A Zenit E. Yeah, it was a Russian camera. Okay. Which my dad bought me. Wow. And then I progressed from that to a Nikon FM. And I've been Nikon ever since. Have you? Yeah. So that's always been your preference. I think the only time I used a Canon was for um, 
I think it was Prince Andrew's wedding where they didn't have a long enough lens in Nikon range because I was in, inside the, the cathedral. Oh, my and, God. Um, How do you get the gigs? That's what I want to know. How do you get sort of... Sorry, am I jumping No, across? go ahead. Go ahead. Well, you, you Maybe you had that plan. No, later. go ahead. Go, go. Um, yeah, how do you sort of like... Well, so the, you go from... Yeah. Royal, the Royals, so they have a rotor system. So there'd be so many newspaper photographers, so many agency photographers, so many black and white agency photographers and wire agencies. And so we were part of that. So as part of that company that you were part of. And, uh, they, would, yeah. and then they would say, right, no. I mean, all, the photographers, you've got to all go. the photographers would be out in yes, different places. Yeah. But I, I drew a good straw and would be inside. Sometimes I didn't. I'd be yeah. out in the cold. Yeah, <laughs> no. Behind the bushes? No, I never hide the bushes. <laughs> it's not what we heard. That's <laughs> no. not what the wife says. <laughs> um, <laughs> Universal Pictorial, where, did you get the chance to move from you know, around? Obviously, you did the developing. You did the running to start with. Did they give you the shot at being a photographer there? Was that your first real gig? And so they, they, they said you'll never be, you won't be a photographer for at least six years, the right. way, the way that the process works. And uh, through what different things happening, um, I was out taking pictures within 11 months. Wow. Um, there was a South African gentleman at the Savoy Hotel, and I had shoulder-length hair at the time and tatty old jeans on. I always remember going on that job, and I was using a Mamiya C330, which is a, a twin-lens camera. Um, and that was the start of it. And then I started doing football on Saturdays, again on the Mamiya. And, and again, then, this was what? Um, this is Division the, 1 at the time? What, no, no, Premier um, League? Or? I would go to QPR, Chelsea, Arsenal. Um, but not being a great fan of football, I said, I don't want to do this anymore no. after a couple of years. So they said, well, we'll send you to Aldershot. Aldershot? Because yeah, that was on, on the doorstep. <laughs> oh, right. And then, it's, I don't know, something Double. happened there. And I thought, you know, I really can't be doing this anymore. I want a day off. <laughs> So I, I'm not a sports photographer as such, although I've covered Wimbledon many a time, done rugby, photographed most footballers of, of, around that era. We used to do football photo calls up so, in the country. Um, before we play the next track, can you recall the first celebrity photograph that you took where you were really in awe? Probably Morecambe and Wise or something. Like oh, that. Oh, that'd be that great. would be awesome. Yeah. And that was at so, the television studios? That or? would have been at Teddington. At Teddington, where they were, they were Thames then, was that Thames, Thames, Thames TV? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very interesting. And what did you get to meet them and talk to them? Oh, yeah. I, I photographed them many a time after that. But they were, they were always good value for money. Always good fun. I bet oh. they were. Brilliant comedians. Brilliant yeah. comedians. Uh, you have bought some amazing photographs there, some black and whites and some colours. We're just going to pull some out and literally get you to take you, mm. talk it through, illustrate to the people sure uh, that are listening the picture. So you've got one there in your hand, Liam, with... Uh, Des O'Connor. It's a black and white photograph of Des O'Connor holding a disc with Sorry. Dion Warwick by his side. Is it Dion? Yes, Dion Warwick. it is. Yep. Uh, so where was that one taken, Martin? That was taken at Thames Television in Teddington. So every January they'd record his shows. that went out week for week. And I would go along and, and take photographs of him with the guests and the guests on their own, da-da. And he said to me one day, he said, do you know, I've got no pictures of me with anybody. Oh. And so I would take copies along oh. and he would put them in frames and he had them on his grand piano oh, at home. I love that. And then one year we were going on holiday and he was on the flight and he came up to me. He said, there's a load of people over there. They want to talk to me, but can you talk to me? Because I've got I'm teeing off in half an hour. I want to get out the airport. So Des, so Dimples Des, back in the Des. day. What a character! What a nice guy though. Very oh, nice, fantastic man. guy. Very nice man. Got Another one. With, one with um, so, Jason Donovan. So again, for the people that Sorry, can't see yes. the pictures, it's a black and white shot again of Des O'Connor. This time with Jason Donovan and uh, Matt, with Matt Goss. Matt, Matt Goss from Bross, from Bross, who's a local lad, I believe. Now you've also got one there, a lovely colour picture, holding a fine bottle of uh, Chateau. Some thing uh, bob Monkhouse. where was oh, that one taken that was a, a restaurant that he was um had something to do with 
um, probably out in Reading, or I can't actually remember. But again, I did several shoots with with um, Bob, and I think I probably did the last shoot before he sadly passed away Aww. at oh, his yes. house. He looks so lovely, and so, he these all these remind me of my dad, and, well, and my father as well, yeah, of course, because really he worked with many of them. Yeah. Um, and we were saying on, um, I had Lance Ellington in the studio, mm-hmm. and we were talking about Bob Munkers, also talking about Bruce Forsyth. Mm. And uh, they are the consummate professional yeah. entertainers. Yeah. There's really no one. Morecambe and Wise put in that category yeah. as well. Now you've got this alternative comedy. It's not the same. Doesn't no. feel quite the same, does Doesn't it? Doesn't feel the same. I mean, they do their job, but these were real comedians. Yeah. They were. And talking of things that are alternative, you've got a picture there of a colour picture of a famous guy that bends spoons. Tell us about that one. Uri Geller. So I went to his house in Sonning to, to do some pictures. And um, I don't know if he bends things or not. <laughs> I do know that things flew off the wall while I was taking pictures. And then my camera jammed. Ah. And he said, well, this happens, you know, when I'm around. I'm like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. And I had to, it was, I was digital then, um, using digital cameras. So I had to get my computer and download. And it took a long time. There, there was something going on, something eerie. Do you think he, but I, I do who not knows? know. He, he's it a magnetic was, force field of his own, isn't he? Yes. Bless him. I'm loving his funky belt. He's got a pink <laughs> funky belt on and a, and a pink shirt. And also in the selection of pictures that you bought today, you've got some amazing shots of royalty, a beautiful mm. shot of oh, uh, Lady Di. Lady Di, it's beautiful, everybody. So where was that one taken, Martin? Um, probably at a hospital. I, no, I remember I photographed her so many times. I, I was, because of the agency that I worked for, we were on the Royal Rotor. So we would be rotated uh, to go and do different events with the Queen, with Diana, with Andrew, with Edward, whatever. And we'd always um, go along to these different places and do the pictures. And then we were, part of the deal was that we would send them out to everybody okay. um, that day. And presumably you never got a chance to speak to any of the rules? Um, sometimes, yeah. I mean, it wasn't often. You but, nearly uh, broke your arm in this uh, one. Yeah, I nearly broke my yeah, arm. You'll have to explain the picture, picture, though, Leanne, otherwise it won't work on it was, I'm showing you. Uh, so we've got a picture here. Is that, I can't <laughs> it's see it. Edward. It is Prince Edward, and it's a very, very black and white snowy scene. Oh, look at that. And that, Is that you, Martin, in the picture? No, that's uh, a TV presenter who's now a producer called James Baker. He used to do the Wide Awake Club on TVAM. Okay. And um, they were good buddies, these two, and he was doing an interview, and it was a, to do with the Duke of Edinburgh Awards, and we were up a... A very big hill. I call it a mountain, but it wasn't up in, I think, Wales. And it snowed while we were up there. And on the way down, I slipped, nearly broke my arm. And his detectives had to help me down to this pub, which they closed up, especially for us, to have uh, tea and sandwiches. And then uh, James and uh, Prince Edward had a snowball fight, which was absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. He looks so relaxed. I think that's what's so lovely with your photos. You know, even the one with Prince Diana, she looks Mm. she looks so relaxed and um just generally happy. Um and then this beautiful one, because um John Travolta, look how beautiful he looks there. With his eyes. I guess he does. He doesn't really... He's young men. The glamour pictures, if that's yeah, all right. I bet you do, Baz. But I'm not going to be allowed, <laughs> I can stop. assure you. Uh, it's a great shot of John, actually, John Travolta. And Amazing. was that during any particular filming or...? That, that, was, that would have been a photo call for... Probably for Greece, actually. Would it? Because yeah. I'm trying to see he does look young to your point. really young. Uh, the other the picture with him as a cowboy was Urban Cowboy. Um, but we, I went to the premiere. I think it was Greece. It might have been Saturday Night Fever. I can't remember. And there were so many people there. The front of the theatre in Leicester Square was bowing. Really? Frightened, frightened the life out of him. <gasps> and he refused to go to the after party, which was at the Lyceum. Oh, my gosh. Why? Um, 
It oh, he just oh really? Him. Yeah, because the, the, literally just it was the Boeing, of the, whole the weight people. of the people. Oh my goodness, it was scary. So a few questions for you. With all these celebrities, um, have you managed to keep in contact? Do they stay friendly with you? Uh, any that you've kept in touch with over the uh, years? Uh, probably there's one celebrity who has been a guest on your show, Debbie Arnold. Oh yeah, lovely Debbie. And we've been friends since we were 16. Because oh. I did her set when she her first professional set, and it was probably one of my first professional sets as a. Oh, young that's, lovely. that's so cool. And so we've been friends ever since. She came to my wedding. Oh. Um, yeah. But um, with the other celebs, I mean, if I see some people, some of them, you know, we would, we would know each other, but I don't, not in my phone book, as it were. And when you do the sort of, the, 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 <clears throat> the real sets, rather than the, the not, I won't call them snapshots, because they're not snapshots, but where you've, you've, you've just got to turn up and take a quick shot. Mm. Where you've done the, the photographic studio work, um, done that with celebrities, and have you found some that are really easy to work with and some that are a little bit more demanding? The, thing, the things with actors, they're used to moving. So posing still for a you know, sixtieth of a second is not quite their, their, their ball. Um, so it's, it's all about putting them at ease and, yeah. and, and having a bit of banter with them. And, sure. And, and you know, after 50 years of, of nearly 50 years of doing this, and we've seen your personal direction because you kindly took some shots of uh, my son Luke, right, Luke Luska, yeah. and amazing because put them at ease and got some amazing yeah. shots and I was saying to Leanne off air that the, the thing we couldn't see when you were saying to us well I just want to capture that sky and we're looking at it thinking it's yeah. just a grey mess it would look and, really and then grey. you see the pictures back stunning it's stunning yeah, yeah. how do you that, spot that how have you yeah. got that eye you know, I mean, from the years of experience, so you, you know what you're going to be pulling into that into that shot. But you must have like this creative side to you to be able to sort of like know, or is it just it's second nature now to him? It's yeah, just, but yeah. I guess is it? But then it, I guess it is an art. But I don't. Yeah. I wouldn't see myself as an artist. No, I, mean, I can't oh, write I th- my name probably. <laughs> <laughs> but many artists can't write their name properly. I can assure you. But no, these pictures would—I I would beg to differ. I mean, yeah, to I, get I shots agree. like this—it's it's about framing and, and seeing what's around. I mean, I never close both my eyes. I've always got one eye in the camera and the other eye's open, seeing what's going on. Wow. Um, which is a strange thing. People find that a bit yeah. spooky. I've got a lovely story about the Queen. Oh, I, I, on, I went to—I went to China when the Queen did a royal tour in 1986. Wow. And we were at Beijing Airport waiting for our bags and, and ladders to clatter up the, the, the um, escalator thing we did. And I used to smoke and, and that, and I put my cigarette on the floor. And the next thing, I had this man tugging at me and gave me two tickets. I said, What's that about? And somebody said, you've just been fined for smoking and littering really? indoors. Oh. So I gave him a couple of dollars, Hong Kong dollars, because I had no Chinese yen on me. And the next day, the press secretary, who was Michael Shea at the time, he came to me and said, by the way, I told the Queen what happened. And she was very amused. Oh, <laughs> even I bet areas. she would have done. Oh, That's a I sweet story. Yeah. It's like a who's who this. I know, it's uh, looking it's at all your so pictures. I've, uh, I've dug out one here because it's beautiful of um, the late and beautiful um, Barbara Windsor. Mm-hmm. And she signed it for you. She says, my dear Martin, thank you so much for making me look how I like to look. Lots oh, of love. I love and best that. wishes from Barbara. And this lovely picture because I love the little, 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 the little chick. Little chick yeah. She's cuddling by the I side like of her face. I like the red lipstick and the red fingernails. It's all good. It's yeah. a beautiful shot and you've really captured her. That was for a magazine cover when, when I worked for the Sunday People. Absolutely beautiful. Uh, we don't get a couple more as well because there's a lovely shot, a hospital shot there. Tell us about that one. Uh, that yes. was the, the, um, the, This is Magdi Yacoub. It's a black and white picture. Um, they were doing a, a pantomime with all the doctors and that at the Brompton Hospital. And Magdi Yacoub, who pioneered heart surgery, agreed to go into a 
theatre and lay down with the Brompton Bears to operate. To operate. Oh. And he actually said that we put the uh, the, the uh, cage that they put on the body to hold hold the heart oh, cavity uh, open. Cavity open, yeah. yeah I never realised these were so heavy. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness it is amazing isn't it that is just and he was an amazing pioneer oh, like you said of what they've mm. done um is that's stunning moved on. yeah amazing and they still have brompton bears yep just so you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we talk about your career and we talk about uh, your time at uh, universal pictorial mm. uh, you were there for 17 years 16, 16 17 years. nearly 17 years yeah. and then what happened after that um i actually got a phone call one day saying there's a job on the sunday people uh, as a studio photographer um come along and, and meet the editor which i duly did and uh then i went and worked with him and i was there for 20 years 20 yeah. years 20 years two two years as picture editor as well as during the time editor. that diana died and, oh. and bill clinton's demise oh, so that wow. takes you away from like, physically pictures. holding the camera and just literally judging other people's Absolutely. work well finding the pictures getting them yeah put into the paper etc. yeah but then i guess you knew you had your own sort of team of photographers or people that you'd met out and about that you would be maybe um, calling them up would you and very, well, we, right. there, there was always the photographers that worked for the, for the paper oh, and that, course, um, course, and that. Yeah. but after I, I realized pretty soon that i still wanted to be a photographer yeah. I, I i actually did not want to hang my cameras up no so the editor was very kind and said we'll find another picture editor and we'll get you back on the road which I was very grateful for. <laughs> I was going insane. And with the picture editing, though, is it is it quite sort of, you know, when you're looking at the pictures, is it like like you see in the movies when they sort of cross that one out and say, no, that's no good, and um, is it all, and is it fast moving? It and- is fast moving. There's an element of, of using China graph pencils and, and masking yeah. things up. But you've got thousands of pictures rolling in on a TV screen from all the agencies wow. all the time, and uh, you're watching that, and, and there's other people on the desk that are watching that saying, oh, have you seen this, you know? An incident here or whatever, and digging it out, and then you, you bundle those together, and you go and see the you know, the editor, and he decides if he wants to run with it, and they will take it on board, and they might lay it up for a page, uh, and then that gets taken away, and something else comes yeah, in. Yeah, because I guess the news <clears throat> is coming in. Working on a Sunday paper, it's, yeah, it, it's going to be quick, quite isn't it? Sometimes. Yeah, and then yeah, desperate. I love that word. Yeah, to sort of like yeah, the first edition, up those. Yes. The first edition goes at six thirty off stone, and, yeah. and then you're doing you, other editions up until yeah. midnight or gone. And then I guess, like you say, when the news breaks, it, I guess it's the pi- the pictures is supporting that new story, yeah. isn't it? Rather than the picture being the news. Like, well, well, a pi- a picture wonder, paints a thousand maybe, words. Isn't it? Yeah. I mean, as a photographer, you want the picture to be the bigger part of, yes. of what's in the paper. And that can tell the story. And yes. that's something I've always thought about as, as a photographer, that it's got to tell the story. Yeah. Um, and, and interestingly now, I think as people are looking at, um, if you look now with Instagram and things like that, that is all around pictures, mm-hmm. isn't it? And people have like that very quick couple of yeah. seconds where they'll look yep. at the photo and then they'll move on. But you're right, it is that picture is the story. It's, there it's got then. to tell the story. Then and now. Yeah, it's amazing. Mm. Sorry, uh, we've looking, lost Baz. I'm, I'm just looking <laughs> mesmerised. I was going to start on the, actually, the shot of Boyzone. Oh. My niece is an absolute Boyzone fanatic, loves mm. Boyzone. Uh, when was that shot from? That would have been shot in a studio, but we, we used to um, have a magazine on the Sunday people called uh, Yes Magazine and do a feature called Dress for Yes. Dress and we yes. took them shopping. They'd just come back <gasps> from a you? tour um, in, and they were in a people carrier, um, which was covering graffiti, if I remember rightly. But nobody really, they weren't mega no. at that point. They weren't mega. So they could comfortably walk around the shops around Covent Garden. Then we went to the studio and, and put the clothes on them and... Uh, 
and did a photo shoot. I and that again, it. that was for the cover of one of the magazines. And again, here you, you brought Very in a little room. book of, of glamour shots, and I'm looking quickly through that. And, and in there, you've got um, all of literally all of girls allowed. Three, three of the five, I think it was, and they were each week they voted somebody to be going through to, to oh, form the band. The, yeah, the girls um, allowed. Oh, yeah. So, each so that's week, from oh, the series. Yeah. Yep. And that from well, uh, it was, Pop Idol, wasn't yeah, it? Pop Idol, Idol not yeah. X Factor, wasn't yeah, it? It was Idol. Pop Idol, yeah. And so they, they would come to the studio, I would photograph that person Because they week. were a manufactured band, a manufactured weren't they? Band, they totally. weren't, they didn't. So I did um, Sarah Harding, God bless her, um, Nadine, Nadine Coyle, yeah. and, and Cheryl. And Cheryl. And Cheryl. Amazing. And you've got some amazing glamour shots in here. I mean, setting up for a glamour shot must be a completely different experience, surely? Um. It's, it depends what you want from it at the end of the day. You know, there's different lighting techniques that one uses. And um, if you try and shoot it to suit what you're looking at, <laughs> how you're doing it. And, and finally, before we move on to the next part, in your little glamour pictures, there's a nice shot of you from a few years back oh, cuddling a lovely lady called Linda, Linda Lissardi. Yeah. So what was Linda like to work with? She was lovely. Yeah, I worked with her many a time. In fact, I went to when I photographed her when she did... Not strictly, uh, dancing on ice. Oh, yes. And she said to me, I've got a picture of you somewhere. And she went and dug out of one of her albums. Oh. And there was a picture of me and a few of the other lads down on the beach in Cannes. Oh, she was out there promoting. Yeah. Uh, talking of Cannes, of course, with being a photographer, presumably you travelled around the world. Yeah, I was going to I did a lot of places. Yeah, um, I went to Australia for the weekend once. Wow. The weekend. Literally, I left on a Wednesday, arrived on a Friday, shot a, a group of guys on a Saturday and Sunday, back on the plane Monday and in the office on Tuesday. Was this all like first class? No. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, unfortunately. Um, wow. So I did Australia a couple of times. I went out when Biggins won. Um, I'm a celebrity. Oh, out here. did you? But um, I ended up doorstepping their party. I flew all that way and doorstepped the party in the rain. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, say earlier on, I went to China with the Queen. Um, I went to Canada to photograph a baby. It was called the Ice Baby. It literally died in the snow and then was brought, brought back to life because <gasps> wow. it preserved the baby. Oh it, it my goodness! In the house, um, Russia to do the Bolshoi Ballet. Oh, I love that. Do you like ballet? Not particularly, oh, fan, I but love it was ballet. it was fascinating. Yeah, it was fascinating. Um, especially they'd just broken up the KGB and it was some other secret oh, service and they, yes. they said, be careful where you go because they know you're here. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. They're watching. Because <laughs> you're a, yeah. a media person. Yeah, absolutely. It's scary. Um, many a time over Europe did the Cannes Film Festival for 13 or 14 years. So it's who did you meet there? Oh, yeah. Millions. Loads, yeah. Keith Sutherland, his dad, Donald Sutherland. Um, oh God, I can't even remember yeah. now. It was so many, so many. I did the Oscars as well in, in Los Angeles. Gosh, it was very hectic. Oh, it's, so do you, would you suggest people still getting into this, or has it changed? Well, I was going to say it, it's changed so yeah. much. I was mm. going to ask you about that. I mean, nowadays, you know, all the new tech, all the new software, photoshops, etc. Even the fact you can take a really good shot on a mobile phone. Yeah. What's your view, though? Do you, c- compared to traditional photography and you know the art form? Um, everybody's a photographer now. So it does make a photographer's life difficult, mm. especially when it is on a, a bit of a scrum outside yeah. a theatre. Not that I yeah. do any of those now. Um, so when, once upon a time, there'd be 30, but now I believe there's 300. <gasps> I, I don't, wouldn't do it. No. Because it's, it's, everybody wants to, to, to get yeah. a picture, and they are using their phones and stuff. Um, and people are getting better at how they frame things. Yeah. You know, with Insta, you've got to be upright, and it's tight, and this and that. And that's one of the secrets with newspapers, trying to keep a picture tight so that it doesn't take up a load of extra space that it doesn't need to take up. 
Yeah, because I guess that's money, isn't it? It's money. It, we yeah, used you're to be using the print mm, as well. You're using columns. Yeah, up, but you absolutely. Don't need to. Yeah, that's um, amazing. Yeah. So, would you suggest someone to go and do it, or, or it, I guess it's evolved it, it's, now. It's more difficult, I think, nowadays. You've got to be very lucky. Yeah. Um, in in them days, I mean, I was lucky. I got a job on an agency and then pro- progressed from that. Um, somebody could take a picture of uh, something happening, uh, at some disaster or yes. whatever or celebrity doing yes. something and name the editor picture editor might say do you know what come and work for me yeah. but the likelihood of that is yeah. very slim yeah. these days I would say and I saw on your uh, website you'd also shot uh, the Beckhams the Beckhams yeah that was with a little girl again sadly she died oh. um, Kirsty Howard um, they became sort of an ambassador for her raising money for her hospice up in Manchester and she raised over a million pounds as yeah. the base I think I that remember that Kirsty. she was lovely yeah. It was lovely. And, and the Beckhams were great with her. They really were. They would give her a phone call every now and again and oh. check up on her. Oh, bless. Yeah. And amongst all these hundreds of pictures that you've got here, if you had to pick one that you were really, really proud of, is there one that you're going, let's put you on the spot, Martin, just look at his face. <laughs> like, is there oh, one that you go, no, that captured it for me, that moment, I really love that shot, or is it just too many to choose from? Too many to choose from. I've, I've never had my favourite picture. A, a picture that I have mentioned to people before was, I was late on the train one day, and I used to use Hasselblads, and they were in a big metal suitcase. Right. And the train was delayed outside Waterloo because of the snow. I thought, I'd better take a picture. No mobile phones. Better take a picture just to prove why I'm late. Oh, yes? And uh, eventually I get into the, into the office in, in Newbridge Street, near Fleet Street, and I said, I'm sorry I'm late. They said, we did hear on the radio that, that there was delays. So I said, well, I took some pictures of um, people walking up the track. And it made, I think it was five oh, wow. front pages the next day, which was wow. a bit of a... That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. You, we now know you as an amazing photographer, but that's not how we met you. We no. actually met you as part of the Weybridge Male Voice Choir. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, how did all that come about for you? Um, my wife came home one day and she said, oh, one of the girls she works with, her husband's in a choir. Why don't you go and do it? Because we oh. like to do a bit of karaoke at home, what we did when the girls were younger. And uh, I went along and I thought, I quite like this. Um, there's like 50, maybe there was a bit more than that, 60 guys, and they sing all sorts of things. And I thought, I'm enjoying this. I think I've been with them now for about three years. I love it. I and love it. you've got some amazing characters. Oh, yes. Who stands out for you in the crowd, if you're allowed to give them a quick name check? I think probably Ron, Ron Timms at 95 is still there singing in the basses. What an amazing guy. He is incredible. And you've got uh, a concert coming up this weekend, I believe. We've got one on Friday in St. James's Church, which is sold out. Uh, Lily's going to be there. I'm oh, there. Yes, I am. She's Looking there. To that. I've got my, my ticket. And another one, is that you got other stuff before Christmas? We've or? got one uh, in Ashford at the Congregational Church in Ashford okay. next week. Um, and then we, we have another one at Ottershaw Club where we just sing Christmas carols. Oh, it's nice. a sing along of the Ottershaw Club in Ottershaw. Uh, and then there's a few things lined up for next year. Uh, we have got a come and sing evening on the 11th of January. So tell us about that. What's that? Um, that's inviting anybody that wants to come and sing in a choir. Uh, just that men. You don't, just men. It is just men. That's we okay. are a male voice You're choir. <laughs> uh, but there's no auditions. Um, there's no pressure. Just a bit but of fun. Come, al- come along and, and see how I you enjoy it. it. You get a glass of wine. Nice. I'll be and there. Good, good. <laughs> oh, I bet you've got a nice voice. A very nice bunch of, of people as well. And uh, your musical director. Has just had a happy event, I believe. Johnny Killams. Yeah, congratulations to him and Jess. Uh, they had a lovely baby called Amber. 
Oh, lovely. A couple of weeks ago. Congratulations. Very sweet. Aww. Yeah, that's fantastic. Mm. Uh, right, we're going to play one of your tracks now because you kindly let me come along to mm. St. James's Church, which you arranged. So thank you for that, Martin. Okay. Uh, the one I picked for now, this one fascinated me because I wasn't expecting it. And it's uh, your version. Did you make this one up yourself? Or is it? No, no. I think it's. Uh, it's out there. It's out there it's somewhere. Out there and the I don't know if you've ever heard it before, but it's called The 12 Days After Christmas. Oh, brilliant. Uh, a bit of fun. So have a little listen to this. This is the Weybridge Male Voice Choir. You may well be going to the concert this coming Friday at 7 7 p.m. Uh, 8 o'clock. 8 oh, o'clock. I was going to get in there early. You'll be there, Elif. There's a glass <laughs> of wine. You'll be there. <laughs> That's what you? I was thinking. Uh, the Weybridge Male Voice Choir for you. I think that's a great version. <laughs> I'm very proud of myself for my recording, by the way. I think it came out very well. Like, like, <laughs> oh, uh, but great. And thank you so much for letting me come along. So um, if people want to get hold of the Wayridge Male Voice Choir to come along and uh, maybe join you, what do they do? 
Well, come along on the 11th of January. It'll be a Tuesday evening um, next a year. Uh, between 8 and 10, glass of wine. You don't have to have any real abilities to sing. There's no auditions. But come along, see if you like it and uh, join in. And Martin, thanks for coming and talking about your amazing career in photography and the beautiful shots that you bought in. Uh, if people want to check out your website, where do they go? Some of them are there on www.martinspaven.com. Actually, compared to what you bought in, not many of them are there. Because <laughs> no, you've no, got no. some amazing shots there. There's, there's others on there. And I went through the loft tonight. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> Martin, pleasure to Thank have you come so in. Good luck with thanks the concert on Thank Friday you. night. Your life, your music Sorry's love